the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program have been pre-recorded. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. And welcome into your Monday. Actually, it's a little late to be welcoming you into your Monday. Maybe you slept late. <laughs> Maybe you had such a big weekend at... <laughs> Maybe... Whoa, all right. Hold on. i got all sorts of things going on here, volume-wise. Maybe you had such a long weekend at PNC Park that you're thinking that, you know, this is morning. Well, guess what? It's 4.05 p.m. Welcome to the Ride Home. I'm Kathy Emmons from the Word FM Studios. My on-air partner, John Hall, taking a day off. Um, I think it's a terrific Monday. Like, it's warm, but it's not too warm. I got up this morning. I don't know. I felt good about it. Was it just yesterday was a perfect weather day in Pittsburgh. I was out on my front porch last night until about 1230 in the morning. I loved it. New producer, Christy, welcome you in. How was your weekend? My weekend was lovely. I uh, hung out with some friends, hung out with my dog. How's Milo? He's great. Mm. He's probably home sleeping right now. Of course he is. You know why? Because he's tired of being so good. That's right. He's the best little dog. Being such a good boy wears you out. That's how I feel about it. You know, I have two cats. Two? Mm-hmm. Look at you. Gus and Char. Burton, the names. Burton Guster and Princess Charlotte. <laughs> Just out there. I can't, what would you do without animals? Anyway, okay, enough animal talk kicking off the show today because we have a lot to cover. Where's my clock? I got a lot going on today. We're going to be talking about um, we're going to be talking about COVID nineteen in the Pittsburgh area. Maybe some questions that you have that we could answer for you, Dr. Rick Zimmerman, back on the show today. Um, what it means for adults to be engaging in worship um, is it different than like other people? So, like, if you're 35 years old and married, do you worship differently? I don't know. We're going to talk about that. Um, Also, we're going to hear about what celebrity Christianity has kind of done to all of us. I think it's messed us all up, but we'll see what Jim Wallace has to say about that. Um, Also, this is a super weird new pizza that Domino's has just put out. I mean, I am, like, incredibly into it. Like, I'm very, very excited. But I'm interested to hear what you say, Christy. I'm going to ask you specifically about that in a little bit. But before we do any of that, Christy, could we b- please begin the top four at four? All right, from Monday, July 19th, 2021. Number one. Hundreds of Jewish pilgrims visited a contested Jerusalem holy site under heavy police guard yesterday, shortly after Muslim worshippers briefly clashed with Israeli security forces at the Flashpoint Shrine. ABC News reports that there were no injuries, but the incident again raised tensions at the Temple Mount, where the biblical temples once stood, the holiest site in Judaism. Today it is home to the Al-Aqsa Mosque, the third holiest site in Islam. Heavy clashes at the site earlier this year helped spark an 11-day war between Israel and Hamas militants in the Gaza Strip. 
The Jews were visiting to mark Tisha B'Av, a day of mourning and repentance when Jews reflect on the destruction of the first and second temples, key events in Jewish history, and also, I would say, in Christian history. In a statement, the WAFC, the Islamic body that administers the site, said the area is, quote, a purely Islamic mosque that will not accept division or partnership. Number two. An alternate on the U.S. Olympic women's gymnastic team tested positive for COVID-19 while in Japan yesterday, creating anxiety around one of the most closely watched teams at the Tokyo Games that opened this week. Kara Eaker, 18 years old, who said she was vaccinated, has tested positive and will enter isolation for between 8 and 14 days. She apparently does not have any symptoms of the virus. According to the Wall Street Journal, the world-dominant U.S. women, led by Simone Biles, are the strong favorites to take a third consecutive team gold at the Games. Biles is favored to take as many as four out of five additional individual gold medals. Now, what would be worse than being favored to win four out of five medals, gold medals. That would be horrible. It'd be so much better to be like nobody noticed you and then you were awesome. Because if you're expected to be awesome and you're only really, really, really good, then like 320 million people are disappointed. Everyone loves an underdog story. Exactly. The games begin on Friday. Number three. Jeff Bezos, along with his Blue Origin crew members, will be thrust into space tomorrow morning. CBS News writes that aviation pioneer Wally Funk, who is joining Bezos on the flight, started preparing for space flight in the 1960s only to be barred from NASA's all-male astronaut corps at the time. She will become the oldest person to go to space at the age of 82. And if you see a photograph, man, does that woman look fabulous. Bezos will also be joined by his brother Mark and 18-year-old Dutch student Oliver Damon, who will become the youngest person ever to go to space. The Blue Origin flight comes a little more than a week after billionaire Richard Branson went into space in his company, Virgin Galactic Space Plane. Blue Origin's rocket and crew capsule called New Shepard is expected to reach a slightly higher altitude. I mean, was this like, you know, like billionaires like compete? Ours is going to go a little higher. But the flight will be shorter, lasting about 10 minutes. It'll take off from a launch site near Van Horn, Texas. And number four, the Pirates. Man, they started the second half of the season with one crazy weekend at PNC Park. Friday night's game included a bench-clearing fight. Saturday celebrated the 1971 World Series champs with a Grand Slam walk-off win over the first-place Mets. And then Sunday, the Bucks signed their number one overall draft pick. And that, my friends, is your top four at four. All right, listen to this. I just, I got to talk about the Pirates for a minute because you know I'm a huge Bucks fan, but it is hard. It is hard right now because the team's bad. But listen, Saturday was the crown jewel of the season. I mean, albeit in a season without a lot of gems, I will tell you that. But watching Jacob Stallings line drive, I thought it was going to go foul. It ends up over the wall, and oh, by the way, the bases are loaded. It's the bottom of the ninth inning. I mean, it was such a great walk-off in front of the largest crowd of PNC Park since August of 2019. Then there were fireworks. I mean, it was like everything was coming together. It was a great Saturday. I loved watching it. The only thing I wish I would have been at the ballpark. Anyway, and then yesterday, it was like the craziest first inning of baseball that you will ever see in your life. Christy, did you see this? Um, I don't have cable, so oh, no. Oh, right, because you're broke. 
That's right. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you about it. So All right. It's, it's the first inning. The Buckas are already up over the Mets. This is game. They've played. They played seven games against the Mets in like eight days or something like that. Anyway, so it's the first inning. They're already up three nothing in the bottom of the first. Kevin Newman taps this bunt up the third baseline. It kind of like dribbles. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like boop. So the Mets pitcher, I think his name was Walker, he comes off the mound towards the baseline. He flips it away with his glove, thinking that he was touching up a foul ball, but it was actually fair. And the umpire goes out, and he says, this is a fair ball, okay? So Pirates third baseman, Joey Cora, who's like maniacally waving his arms, right? It was like he was going to take off. Three Pirate runs cross home plate, Okay, because the Mets are too busy arguing with the umpire that they forget to get the ball. So it's six nothing. And the first inning isn't even over. I mean, then the Mets manager goes completely ballistic. Okay, completely ballistic. And he's ejected. It was so great. I mean, I just loved everything about it. But then, of course, if you watch the game, the Buckos go on to blow their six nothing lead. Typical. And then you remember why they're in last place. Anyway, okay, still, though, it was a great, great, great series win over the Mets, and it really was a ton of fun. It makes you remember why you love baseball. Oh, gosh. Anyway, okay, we're going to take a break. We are uh, Facebook Live today, 101.5 Word FM. As soon as we go to break, I'm going to figure out how to get it up on our our page, The Ride Home with Johnny Kathy. And um, it's going to be a terrific show. So glad you're along. Coming up next, it is This Week in the Nation's Capital with our good friend Greg Clugston, SRN News White House correspondent. You think there's a lot going on in Pittsburgh? <laughs> Where do you hear what's going on there? Glad you're along for today's Ride Home. Be back. WORD. Next time in Odyssey, the Parkers prove just how well-mannered they can be. I don't think I know how to do that. Camilla is delightfully dainty. You smear banana on me. Matthew is perfectly practical. The high-power nozzle can strip paint off the side of a house. And Olivia is sweetly soft-spoken. Yes, it's another peacefully proper adventure in Odyssey. Tonight at 8 on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax relief they have an a-plus rating with the better business bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible don't mess with the irs for tax help you need for tax help you can trust call optima now for a free consultation call 800-965-1433 800-965-1433 800-965-1433 tax relief some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. Have you ever caught yourself believing you'll never find a loving, deeply fulfilling relationship with a marriage-minded Christian man? Well, you're not alone. And I can relate. For years, I struggled with false beliefs that I would never experience the joy of finding the love of my life. 
If you're feeling trapped in negativity and wondering if and when you will find love, or you think maybe I'm not meant to be married after all, I want to invite you to join me in my free Married in 12 Months Challenge. Look, there's something you can do today to move beyond those negative thoughts, and I'll teach you how. I'm going to teach you why now's the time to find love, the lies that are holding you back, why God wants you to be married, the biblical law of attraction, and the tools to become a bride. Don't wait any longer. Just sign up for my free Married in 12 Months 5-Day Challenge at lovestories.com and you can start your journey to finding that lasting, loving relationship. Join me at lovestories.com. This is Pastor Tom Hall of First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh. Maybe you've missed church because of the pandemic. Maybe it's been years since you've come, or maybe you've never darkened a church door. But maybe it's time to discover God's love, God's truth, God's purpose for your life. Join us at First Presbyterian Church, 326th Avenue, downtown Pittsburgh, Sunday mornings at 1045 or online at fpcp.org. You are welcome here. Yes, it's Monday, shortly after 415. You know what that means. It means it's our weekly spot. With Greg Clugston, SRN News White House correspondent, he's going to tell us everything we need to know and probably some things that we didn't need to know but still want to. What's going on inside the nation's capital? Greg, happy that you're with us today. How are you? Good afternoon, Kathy. Good to be here. I'm doing well. Thanks. Very nice to see you. Okay, let's start, uh, Greg, with inflation. So it looks like the president uh, – well, Let's talk about others first. Others are concerned that the president's policies are going to exacerbate or perhaps accelerate inflation. You know, there's a lot of growing price hikes that are going on, you know, across the whole market. The president, though, as I understand it, Greg says, well, it might in the long term, but we're not at long term yet. So don't worry about it. Yeah, the I word is not uh, not one that any president likes to utter or have to address. And that's been the case uh, so far. Obviously, there have been a series of economic economic reports uh, out over the course of the six months that the president has been in office. And some have been positive. Some have been kind of lackluster. Others are, are a little bit worrisome. And the worrisome category has been consumer prices over the last few months. As we all know, everything from the price of gas to uh, you know, even buying a used car, lumber, yeah, all of I heard all I heard the, the price of foam went up today. Foam. I read that. Yeah, foam. Like, so if you're buying a new sofa, the cushions inside, uh, it's now going to cause you to pay more. I thought really, it's like the ultimate insult, right? Now even foam is expensive? Sure. So, and obviously, presidents, uh, no matter which party, which president, which administration, over the years, over the decades, they have taken, they have claimed credit when the economy is going great yeah. and uh, inflation sure. is low, and they have often been blamed for inflation when it's not even necessarily their fault. So you have to take that into consideration as well. But today was interesting because there has been growing pressure on, on the White House, on the administration, a lot of it coming from Republicans who are worried that not only inflation is already here in some form or fashion, no matter how long it may or may not last, but that the president's economic policies are going to exacerbate the inflation problem by spending trillions more dollars, pumping that into to a, an overheated economy will make it even hotter and therefore will push in inflation higher. So the president today, you're right, said, look, uh, we have seen a spike in prices. We believe it's a temporary spike and that the relief will be a few months uh, down the road here, but nothing 
in terms of unchecked inflation. But that's at least what the White House is saying. Sure. Not everybody is convinced. Sure. And so then the economists who Biden likes are going to come out and say, yeah, this is not going to be a long term problem. Yeah. And then the economists that the president doesn't like are going to say this is like the, the harbinger of a horror that's coming to all of us. You, you know, that's exactly right, because it's funny. Uh, the, the president said during his remarks earlier today about the economy, he said no, uh, no serious economist is having a debate as to whether or not inflation is, <laughs> is going, that right? going to be long term. Well, that, that's really not true no, because there, is there is a pretty robust debate going on uh, because economists never tend to agree on, 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 on these things because they have different viewpoints and, and different sure. data points and that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's going to be something that uh, all, we'll all be watching. And obviously the White House is keeping close watch on because uh, they know it can be damaging, uh, even if they're maybe not responsible for supply chain disruptions because of COVID. I'm sure the economists that see inflation in our future don't like being called unserious by the president. It's just a guess I have. It's Greg Clugston with us, SRN News White House correspondent. We're Facebook Live right now. If you want to go on to 101.5 or the ride home with Johnny Kathy, you can watch the show and see Greg for yourself. All right, so how about Gitmo? Uh, News comes today that a Moroccan man held for almost 20 years has been transferred to his home country. Now, I couldn't find a whole lot of details about this, Greg. Do you have some? A few more. There was a little bit of information uh, provided late last night, earlier today, by the administration. A lot of the information coming from the Pentagon. But the administration essentially saying uh, that this was uh, an individual, man in his mid-50s, from Morocco, as you mentioned. And uh, he had previously cleared uh, a review process that was underway. All of the detainees uh, go through a review process. And apparently it was during the Trump administration that he actually cleared the review in terms of not being viewed as a a threat any longer to U.S. national security. And therefore, this transfer back to his home country would be put in place. That was paused during the Trump administration. And now uh, a half a year into the Biden administration, uh, the process moved forward in terms of sending this man back to his home country where he will face charges uh, or at least face an investigation about uh, his involvement in terrorist charges. Okay. Uh, but what, what's interesting is this is the first time that we've seen a transfer uh, under the Biden administration. Right. And I guess the question is whether this is the first in a long line of transfers that are coming. Any word on that from the administration? Well, the White House, uh, the ultimate goal for the for this president, for this White House, is to close the detention facility at Gitmo at some point, that's been, a long-term, that's been a long-term goal for several people. Oh, yeah, it, it sure has, obviously. And for, for anyone who may be listening and not real familiar with, uh, you know, the history of this detention facility, it essentially was put in place follow, following the 9-11 terrorist attacks. And uh, with the transfer today, there are now 39 prisoners still being held in this detention facility. The White House would like to see all of those people processed and, and uh, dealt with in whatever, uh, you know, is important in terms of moving forward with national security. But ultimately, the goal is, with no timeline, closing that down. Right. Yeah, I looked at that number today, that 39 number, and uh, I saw that 10 of them are, 10 of those people are eligible for transfer now. And it, you, you do wonder when you hear the Morocco, the story about the man from Morocco, I don't know, maybe we see 10 more. I don't know. 
it very well could happen. We'll just have to see how. So this is just a wait and see game. The pace is. Okay, yeah, this is a wait is. and see game. Okay, Greg Clugston with us, SRN News White House correspondent. Um, it's our weekly gig with him, finding out what's going on at the nation's capital. All right, let's look south of the United States and talk about Haiti. Um, assassination of the Haitian president on July seventh, um, which must have been a horrible scene. Um, Claude Joseph stepped in as interim, and today he officially stepped down to make way for a brand new prime minister. Um, tell us about the story and. How much U.S. involvement, or if any, was there in uh, nominating or putting this new person into power? Yeah, the White House didn't uh, give a lot of information about uh, moving forward with, uh, you know, new political leaders, except there has been this sort of generic call from the State Department, from the White House, from the administration uh, for calm, for peace, uh, for for democracy that uh, can move forward uh, in, in some form or fashion. What was really interesting is late last week, the president was asked about the, the possible use of military troops from the from the United States, because there was a call uh, from some in Haiti to have the American military come and help kind of secure, uh, you know, the situation down, down there. Yeah. And the president said there are no plans currently for U.S. troops to be deployed to Haiti. Uh, that was a pr- pretty important message for the, for this White House sure. to say. Of course, the president's trying to unwind Afghanistan currently. Not to mention and, what's going and, on in Cuba, right? I mean, there's there are a lot of hot spots right now. Oh, there are a lot of hot spots, and so yeah, obviously there are some troops that have been sent to the embassy uh, uh, in in the U.S. I'm sorry, in Haiti uh, to handle the uh, the security of the embassy. But in terms of a larger scale troop deployment, no uh, no dice okay. on that right now. Okay. And, of course, we know that the humanitarian disaster in Haiti continues. I mean, you know, and that's not something the United States can fix, but, you know, it's just something that we should always have on our minds. Um, The people there have suffered so much. Um, Greg Clugston with us. Greg, let's talk about um, COVID cases on the rise. Now, there's a story that I've already talked about on the show today. People showing up COVID-19 positive in Japan, you know, U.S. Olympics, including a uh, young woman who's a gymnast for the U.S. team. Um, how's the president responding to this? And how should I don't know. How's he telling us that we should think about this as citizens? Well, he did address this today uh, as well in his remarks around noontime today. And uh, his message is one that the White House has been giving for some time now. Uh, and that is the vaccinations are, are, are working in terms of looking at the raw data numbers in terms of new infections, new hospitalizations and deaths. And those are on the rise, but saying that, you know, more than, you know, roughly 99 point something percent of new cases, new deaths are all among the unvaccinated. So it is now, as the term is going, a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And the president's message today was this is this is avoidable because we have we have shown that these vaccines are effective. Um, and even though there are some cases, a limited number, and we're seeing a, a few more of them, that some vaccinated people are testing positive for the virus. Uh, in most of those cases, uh, their symptoms are not serious uh, enough to be hospitalized and, and that sort of thing. So that's the message, at least from the White House. But w- the, the larger issue with uh, with COVID now, obviously, in the Delta variant that is, yeah. is so much more easily transmitted. Uh, th- there's there's a spook now going on like like today. The Dow Jones just, oh, just Wall Street just closed. Yeah. yeah 700 plus points today. So there's this new 
there's this new concern, this new worry that um, we're, we're, we're getting back into a, you know, a phase of the pandemic that we're not either prepared for. Even the, uh, the American Academy of Pediatricians out today saying that they believe that all students and everybody in school buildings this fall should be, uh, should be wearing a mask. There should be a mandate for masks because a lot of the children won't be vaccinated. And that's, that after runs, the, that's after the CD just, CDC just said what? Last week that they didn't have to be. Yes, that only vaccinated um, right. individuals uh, don't need to wear masks. So uh, there's going to be a lot of this, I think, over the course of the rest of the summer as we head into the fall as the numbers are spiking. Um, and then, of course, you've got only a handful of states, apparently, Arkansas, Florida, Louisiana, Missouri, Nevada are the five states that are responsible for something like almost half of the new cases in the entire country because they are very low vaccinated regions of the country. And so that's uh, that's something to keep an eye on. And then we, we look at a country like Japan, which is hosting the Olympics starting on Friday, and their vaccination rates so incredibly low. Absolutely. State of emergency in Tokyo and other parts of of Japan that are hosting the Olympic Games. The first lady is leaving on Wednesday for Japan. She's going to be at the opening ceremony. Is she? Uh, Okay, so they're they're having some people at the opening ceremony? I thought we were having no spectators. Well, there are no spectators, I guess, in the stands. I don't uh, I, I think official delegations from countries of which the first lady will be a part. There must be some exemption or exception for those official delegations. Okay. Uh, or is she yes. is the delegation going to be watching from her hotel room, or is she going to be like in the stadium? <laughs> I I don't I don't know the logistics yet. Uh, the original announcement from the first lady's office here at the White House was that she had plans to attend the opening ceremony. Uh, but okay. again, you're right, no spectators uh, in terms of the definition of spectator as you and I know it. <laughs> maybe she's being, planning on com- maybe she's planning on competing, Greg. This is something that we haven't considered. Yes. This, this would be noteworthy. It would be newsworthy, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, but she is going. The White House said, look, they, have, they are taking uh, all of the necessary health protocols uh, very seriously. They believe, and the, the administration has been very supportive of the games moving forward despite the state of emergency, despite a lot of people, a lot of editorial boards, other officials in Japan that had called for the games to be postponed again, sure. if not outright canceled. But the administration here in the U.S. has been uh, been supportive of that. And, of course, we're now hearing about some American athletes who have been testing positive as well. Sure. Okay, Greg, our time almost up. Um, but, you know, I always like to ask you, you know, a question off the beaten path at the end of our conversations here. Um, looks like Domino's Pizza, Greg, has premiered a brand new uh, pie, not here in America, but in Japan, as we were talking about. It's the Fish and Chips Pizza. Um, let me just give you a detail. Um, the pizza is covered with fried fish and chips and also topped with entire slices of lemon. My question for you, would you eat such a thing? I would try it. I don't think I'd be wild about it. I mm-hmm. like fish and chips and okay. I like pizza, but I'm not sure the combination is uh, that appetizing for me. But I'd be willing to try it. Okay. At least, you know, All right. Well, show. let me tell you this. Uh, one Twitter user went so far as to criticize Domino's, quote, for its insensitivity toward the dream of pan-Europeanism and Anglo-Italian cooperation. I think it's reading a lot into a pizza. I, I, and I won't even I won't even go into the whether pineapple should be on pizza debate because well, that, that really I, gets people. I think going. that's already settled because that's delicious. Anyway, thank it you, Greg. Absolutely is. You and I are on the same great, page there. Great. I can come down and, like, we'll meet in Georgetown or something and have some good pizza. 
Okay. All right. I like I it. That, it. That's Greg Clugston, SRN News White House correspondent. Thank you, Greg. You bet. All right. There's much more to come. We're going to get into a little bit more detail about this pizza. I'm going to talk to our brand new producer, Christy Stockdale, and ask her whether this is of any interest to her. And I got some other options as well. It's Monday edition. Right home. Life-changing Bible study with Alistair Begg. Amazing music from Christian recording artist Laura Story. And now, worship led by legendary Fernando Ortega. It's the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise, August 28th to September 4th. There's still time to reserve your place to cruise with us in God's majestic creation. You'll be awed by the walls of translucent blue ice in Glacier Bay. Enjoy kayaking, fishing, and explore cozy, rustic frontier towns that offer mementos to remind you of your great vacation. A full week cruising Alaska, August 28th to September 4th, with Alistair Begg, Laura Story, and now Fernando Ortega. It's all brought to you by Salem Media Group and our travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Log on to DeeperFaithCruise.com and register today by calling 855-565-5519. That's 855-565-5519. To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams, just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors, individual and group rates available. RPTS, study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. Have you ever caught yourself believing you'll never find a deeply fulfilling relationship with a marriage-minded Christian man? Well, you're not alone, and I can relate. For years, I believed I would never find the love of my life. If you're feeling stuck in negativity, I invite you to join me in my free Married in 12 Months 5-Day Challenge at lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. Looking for a job? Contact Express Employment Professionals and be part of their national hiring event. With one application, Express connects you with multiple employers and never charges a fee. Go to expresspros.com, find your nearest office, and call Express today. Remember what it was like getting together with your partner for a fabulous night out? It's been too long. Join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clippers Princess for our date night dinner cruise, Wednesday, August 25th. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers while you enjoy a great dinner, music, and fabulous views of the city skyline. Sponsored in part by Trinity Jewelers. Just $45 a ticket. Don't miss the boat. Reserve your seat now at wordfm.com slash date night. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORD-FM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. We'll see clear skies for tonight with a low of 62. Tomorrow, sunny to partly cloudy skies. Expect a high tomorrow of 86. Partly cloudy skies tomorrow night with a thunderstorm around late, low 64. Wednesday, a shower in places in the morning, otherwise not as warm with times of sudden clouds. We'll see a high Wednesday of 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon.
Pizza is the most popular food in America. Now, pizza's not from America, obviously, but Americans have embraced it like it is our whole job. So I'm always looking for a new variety. I could eat pizza probably 75% of the time. 100% agree. Yeah, I feel really good about it. Um, and I like to sample pizza from like different regions. I like to see how different like pizza places here in Pittsburgh, like imagine it. Like I, I, I had um, pizza from Sir Pizza last night in the North Hills and I like their, their crust is salty. I like that. They also chop their pepperoni. So it's not in pieces. It's like a whole layer. I very much enjoy that. I mean, there are a lot of other, my favorite pizza places, Pizza Italia in Bloomfield. It's something about the sauce there. It's just, anyway, Domino's, for those of you who were just listening to the Greg Clugston segment, you already know this. Um, they have premiered a brand new pizza, only available at Domino's Japan, but it is covered with fried fish and chips and topped with entire slices of lemon. Okay. Now, I will tell you right now. That that sounds delicious to me. I mean, I, I like I want it. I would have that like right now. Like, not even wait for the five o'clock news break. I'd be eating it while we're talking to Dr. Rick Zimmerman in just a couple minutes. Christy, I ask you, yes or no on the fish and chips pizza? It's it's a no for me. Oh come on! I can't do it. Yes. <laughs> Look, it would be it would be kind of refreshing with the lemon. It'd be light because it's fish you could maybe eat more and feel good about it you know what that's true but i'm just not a huge fish person like fish sticks are kind of like my type of fish like the gordons like the guy in the raincoat yeah yeah okay listen to this many people apparently agree with you and not me because domino's japan has had to (laughs) release an official apology this is what they say quote we're sorry our fish and chip pizza has caused so much trouble we think it's delicious if you are in Japan and would like to challenge, let us know. We may be able to work out a plan internally that we can offer you some for free. That's what they said on Twitter. Nothing about whether they're going to offer me free stuff because I'm in America. Nothing. Domino's does not care about me. Okay, a couple other options. Um, you know what? No, I'm going to save those for later. I do have some interesting things, though, that Domino's has tried in the past, and other people have tried. Maybe we'll talk about that at the end of the hour. Anyway, we need to take a break because we are a bit behind, and we've got Dr. Rick Zimmerman with us uh, up up next. Rick has been um, on the show every month since COVID started. He is an epidemiologist right here in the city of Pittsburgh, and gosh, he has been an absolute gift to us and our listeners. If you've got questions for Dr. Rick about COVID-19, about your kids going back to school, about traveling overseas, about the Olympics, about public schools here in Pittsburgh, just get on our Facebook feed right now. Put your question underneath the live broadcast and I'll ask Dr. Rick. Coming up next, I'm right home. WORD. To be a more effective parent, be a leader in your child's life. On the next Focus on the Family, Dr. Randy Schrader shares some great habits to embrace in becoming a stronger, more effective parent. This nuts and bolts content will help you learn to lead your child in a loving, confident manner. Next time on Focus on the Family. Tonight at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. It's no secret that the Western Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh real estate market have exploded, especially in the last couple of years. Uh, for so long, it was easy to buy a house in our town. 
really straightforward experience, but not so much anymore. Housing prices have really gone through the roof, and it's a seller's market. So if you're looking to buy, United Faith Mortgage is a great tool in your toolbox. Their direct lender advantage, really, it's everything. It gives you the necessary help and the best deal possible on a new mortgage. Plus, the family behind United Faith Mortgage, they're open about their faith, and it's evident in how they live and especially how they do business. Hundreds and hundreds of happy people living in their dream house because of the excellence of United Faith Mortgage. Look online, United Faith Mortgage. It's a good family doing the right thing. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York, MLS number 1330, Department of Banking, Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Congratulations, you did it. You worked hard and saved for retirement, but now you'll have questions. Will my taxes increase? How will I cover my expenses? Will my income last? Will I have anything left to leave to my loved ones? Hi, this is Ethan Lane with Accurate Solutions Group. I know that you need a strategy to help make sure your hard-earned money goes the distance in retirement. That's why I'm offering you a free guide designed to help you know if your nest egg can withstand the challenges of a 21st century retirement. Longer lives, increasing health care costs, and taxes are just a few of the risks to your income. Get this free guide from me, Ethan Lane, and our team at Accurate Solutions Group by calling 412-515-3555. That's 412-515-3555. Take the first step to help your money last in retirement. 412-515-3555. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. McQueen Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends. Jeff works hard, is committed to success, and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff, his work ethic, and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Building Company. See our work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com. Of course, we were all hoping that COVID-19 was in the background. I think, though, we recognize that there was something going forward that was... Oh, jeez. Here on myself twice, people. I think we all recognize that this was not going to be an easy thing. Um... But I think um, what's happened, especially with the numbers at the Olympics, are shocking. Some of the local news about Pittsburgh schools has caused us to just maybe take a step back and say, all right, let's get some questions answered. Let's figure out where we're going at this point so that we can make the best decisions for ourselves and for our family. So we're happy to have Dr. Rick Zimmerman back with us. Um, He's a COVID-19 researcher collaborating with the Centers for Disease Control. He clinically tests and treats coronavirus patients and has a decade-plus experience as an infectious disease epidemiologist, and he has been incredibly faithful to us on our show since COVID started and to all of our listeners. So, Dr. Rick, welcome back. Oh, it's so good to be back. And, you know, beautiful weather, COVID positivity only at 1.4%, and hospitals no longer full. Um, just a couple dozen cases. What a great difference. In fact, uh, I think there were just 10 admissions the last time I looked at the county website yesterday. So really good news overall. Yeah. Well, Rick, for someone who has advocated um, the COVID-19 vaccine, you must be really, I mean, unbelievably pleased and grateful at the results. 
Oh, yes. I think uh, it's beyond uh, You think about flu vaccines and others. Um, I've been part of uh, a couple of CDC studies in real world looking how well does this vaccine work and against hospitalization in seniors, 94 percent. Wow. Uh, incredible. Real world, 94 wow. percent. Wow. Um, terrific. And, That's terrific news. And uh, all ages against outpatient illness, it's about 91 percent. Uh, so we're and these are with the messenger RNA vaccines, Pfizer and Moderna. So we're very pleased to see the results and gratified. I mean, this is uh, some of the best results we could have uh, asked for. Isn't that OK? So as, as we're, you know, exulting in that unbelievably good news. Um, Also, looking at what we see in the press, um, Allegheny County school districts are in talks to determine what their health plans are going to be going forward in the fall. Um, Let me just lay out a couple for you just to show that there's some difference here. Woodland Hills, I'm reading from the PG here, Woodland Hills School District, uh, which only started in-person learning in March, says masks will be required for non-vaccinated students. Uh, For teachers, masks will be optional. Woodland Hills also planning to maintain three feet of physical distance and have hand washing areas, sanitation stations and dividers. Um, also mentioned the Pittsburgh public schools in this article will be even more stringent with masking policies in the coming year. Uh, it looks like teachers, staff and students required to wear masks for the whole school year while inside school district buildings, masks will not be required outside. Um, I, I don't know. Just give me a read on this, Rick. Um, how should parents think about, you know, kind of conflicting policies? So it's a great question. Um, First, a data point. There is a study in Kansas, the state of Kansas, that looked at counties that that required masks versus counties that did not. And there was a clear difference. Those that required masks had less COVID. And so do masks make a difference? We have multiple uh, avenues um, and data points showing that masks do. Um, they make a difference probably not only uh, uh, with COVID, but also with other respiratory viruses such as flu and RSV. Mm-hmm. So masks do work. Now, as to what's the best policy, that's uh, an art and a real challenge. For COVID itself, if you're vaccinated, I just gave numbers that are in the 90s, you, people are really well protected if they're vaccinated. Obviously, young children that we have no vaccine for children less than 12 or younger children. And so that raises the question what to do. And there is open for diversity because you have some that are going to say, I don't want any risks for children. And there is this very rare um, multi-system inflammatory condition that occasionally strikes children and is severe, and I don't want to take any risk to that. And if you're in that camp, then without a vaccine for the children less than 12, then you would say masking makes sense. If, on the other hand, you said that's a very rare condition, um, I'm willing to take my risks, I care more about the interpersonal interactions, um, about activities, then I can understand uh, more liberality and less restrictions. Okay. All right. I I actually re- very much appreciate that take, Rick, because you're taking into account the fact that there's different kinds of health, right? So, you know, obviously we want to prioritize 
uh, physiological health. But at the same time, if we don't prioritize emotional health or psychosocial health, then we're hurting our kids also in that way. Oh, I, I agree. And um, as I looked at the pandemic and shutdowns, it, it was important that there was three areas I was concerned with. We had to have enough beds to take care of sick people. And we have them. We have enough beds. No problem. The second we needed to protect the vulnerable people, we have a vaccine that works well for vulnerable people. And third, we needed to protect the healthcare worker and essential workers. And we have vaccine and enough of it to protect them. So we really have met those three criteria that were in my mind about shutdowns. And so I think we can be more relaxed. Um, things. There will still be the risk, but there is always a risk of flu and other viruses as well. What I do think we will have a couple of predictions. These are predictions you get into real trouble because uh, many doctors, if you know, uh, we make predictions and we sometimes eat our words. But my guess is that we will have a surge in the fall of respiratory illness Mm. because the immunity that children received from being infected, well, they haven't been infected uh, from RSV, from flu, from metanumovirus. We haven't had those the last year. It's amazing. And so I think they're going to come back with a vengeance. In addition, with schools opening, I think we'll see more COVID in the fall, but I don't think we'll see any overwhelming hospitalizations because the vulnerable, the most vulnerable, will be protected by vaccination. Dr. Rick Zimmerman with us, COVID-19 researcher collaborating with the Centers for Disease Control. Um, Rick, let me ask you about teachers. Um, so if a teacher has been vaccinated, um, you know, do they need to wear a mask? I mean, so so they have a kid in their class who ends up getting COVID. If they themselves, the teacher's been vaccinated, then that's not going to impact them. Is I mean, that's why we got the vaccines, right? Right. So, you know, teachers, I would expect to have a 90 plus percent protection if they had had one of the mRNA vaccines. And so I would think they would be protected and could go back to work. The one area is teachers who have underlying immunocompromising conditions or rheumatoid arthritis and on the medicines. That group is a group we are still learning about. And later this week, CDC has got a a meeting where they're looking, do we need a third dose for that very high-risk group? Of course, uh, in teachers, that would be a very small group, but there would clearly be a few teachers in that group. Okay, interesting. So their their condition would not keep them from getting a vaccine, but might necessitate them getting a booster? Exactly. Okay. All right. I didn't know about that. Interesting. Dr. Rick Zimmerman with us. Um, Rick, what about the, the surface cleaning and the hand washing and whatever? You know, I was reading about this in, in that PG article I referenced earlier, and they're talking about all these, you know, protocols that the schools are going to be going through with, like, deep cleaning and all that. I thought that we came to the understanding that COVID was not residing on surfaces. So is is all that deep cleaning necessary? I think some of it is overkill for COVID. Okay. Uh, for COVID, uh, doorknobs, um, you know, from bathroom doorknobs, classroom doorknobs, drinking fountains, things that are really common, uh, those areas need to be repeatedly cleaned because they're touch. But this is primarily a respiratory virus. It's going to be transmitted primarily in the air. It is possible if you 
uh, have you touch your nose. You, somebody's got COVID. They touch their nose. It's on their hands. They touch the doorknob. Then you can, but just casually, occasionally touch surfaces are not a big issue. There are some other viruses, um, some that cause diarrhea, and some others that are very hardy. And this will really help with some of uh, deep cleaning with some of the. Uh, yeah, other viruses, but with COVID, I don't think that's the key. It's okay. respiratory. Okay, so we might be so it might be overkill for COVID, but we might reap some alternative benefits. Yes, exactly. All right. Okay, um, Rick. What about um, people who are still who are listening to the program still hesitant about getting a vaccine? Uh, people think, you know, what it hasn't been around long enough. Um, we don't know what it does. You know, uh, I'm not going to put something in my body that hasn't been tested for years. You know, maybe I got a measles vaccine, but look how long ago um, that was created and tested. And now I'm, you know, I'm just not, I'm just not going into this. Um, I know it's an old story, but I know it, it's, it's also extremely accurate in its current context for many people. Um, what do you say, Rick? Sure. Good question. So uh, several things. First of all, I've been vaccinated my uh, family, from my mother to all of my children and my wife, we've all been vaccinated. So we are voting with our, uh, I guess, our arms. With your speak, arms. Yeah. Uh, our shoulders, yes. Uh, the second is, uh, this has been used now, this messenger RNA in particular, but actually even the J&J, but used in millions of persons. If there was some uh, unusual condition, I think it would have been identified uh, because we have millions and millions and millions. This is one of the best studied virus vaccines to date, um, given you know the, the timing. And Pfizer, for instance, is going for full licensure. They're um, submitting their stuff. So we're not seeing it, uh, I think, will be full uh, licensure very soon. I don't see this as a experimental vaccine. I think we've got the evidence, and we've got a lot of evidence, probably better and more carefully studied than many of the vaccines of 20, 30 years ago. That's Dr. Rick Zimmerman, COVID-19 researcher, clinically tests and treats coronavirus patients. He's been a faithful friend here to the ride home, also has decade-plus experience as an infectious disease epidemiologist. Rick, I want to thank you again for being so kind with your time and sharing your knowledge with us. Oh, it's been a pleasure, and uh, thank you for the opportunity, and uh, we just wish uh, blessings and health on the listening audience. Exactly, and uh, right back at you, Rick. Um, I'll uh, echo what he said. I've had a vaccine. My husband's had it. Both of our kids have had it. Um, if I could give it to our cats, I would. We're still waiting for that approval. <laughs> Up next, passport backlog. It's surging to... Uh, 2.2 million applicants. It's next. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Boo's 100% satisfaction guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. 
Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep, which is crucial for our busy schedules. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Now, Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Now, the first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for our listeners. You'll receive two for one low price plus free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. At Eden Christian Academy, hope is rising. Hope that is secure in God, that builds faith, and inspires a love that can't be stopped. Eden is where parents find hope in a true educational partner, where students see faith woven into every subject, and where teachers model the love of Christ to every child from pre-K through 12th grade. Schedule a personal tour at any of their three North Hills campuses and witness the hope, faith, and love that Eden can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. If you've been waiting for a year and a half to get yourself to Europe or to, I don't know, to Asia, to Australia, to whatever, um, I sure hope that you have your passport. Because if you don't, uh, the passport application backlog has surged to 2.2 million as a security procedures, quote, operational issues add several weeks to wait time. This is an article from today's Fox News. Uh, Check this out. When the government receives your passport application, the file enters something called a lockbox, and it's given a secure number, and this process that it goes through takes about 24 hours. But this 24-hour process is now turning into about six weeks Six weeks. Now, the government contracts Citibank to run this procedure, um, and the Treasury Department oversees it. And there is a lot of confusion as to exactly how we got from 24 hours to six weeks. But Citibank says that the processing delays are all COVID and staff related. The State Department has offered no comment on the quote-unquote lockbox problems, um, but there are major passport staffing shortages due to the pandemic. So in March of 2020, the State Department dramatically reduced its passport operations to protect the staff from spreading the pandemic, right? But now, as Americans want to go somewhere, anywhere, 
get me out of here, right? Those without a valid passport are likely out of luck. So I hope you like domestic travel because that's all that's going to be open to you. Um, so the senator, uh, James Langford, a Republican from Oklahoma, is just appalled by this. He's saying, you know, like with the worst of COVID behind us, these 26 centers, these passport centers should be serving the American people at full speed. So what the heck is happening? The State Department has said wait times for regular passports are 12 to 18 weeks, but the senator claims processing time is 24 weeks. Normally, it only takes four to get a passport. So enjoy America the Beautiful. Much more ahead in the 5 o'clock hour coming up next on The Ride Home. WORD-FM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app. iHeart, tune in and at radio.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden says the economy has grown a lot since he took office and the country needs to pass his infrastructure and families plan to keep up the growth. What the best companies do And what we as a country should do is make smart, sustainable investments with appropriate financing. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has set a Wednesday deadline for a procedural vote to begin debate on the bipartisan infrastructure bill. Worries about a resurgence in global infections of COVID-19 driving stocks sharply lower. The World Health Organization says COVID cases and deaths are climbing globally after a period of decline spurred by the highly contagious Delta variant. The Dow is down 926 points, the NASDAQ off 214, and the S&P is 92 points lower. This is SRN News. Let's be boring and do a commercial about cash-out refinances. It's Ryan, and our mortgage team will often have a listener say, I think I understand what a cash-out refinance is, but can't that be bad for you sometimes? So let's hit on that. As with anything, it's certainly not the right move for everyone. If we don't have to, we don't want to add a bunch of years onto our loan or increase our monthly payment too much or pay more in the long run. But because home values have skyrocketed so far up the last few years, while rates have come so far down, we've seen many scenarios where listeners today can pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in their home while lowering the years on the overall loan, while lowering their monthly payment and lowering how much they ultimately pay. The key is to just look at the whole picture and be honest with yourself about your situation. If you're looking for someone to show you your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Analyst Consumer Access. Federal Corporate Analyst Number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Remember what it was like getting together with your partner for a fabulous night out? It's been too long. Join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clippers Princess for our date night dinner cruise. Wednesday, August 25th. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers while you enjoy a great dinner, music, and fabulous views of the city skyline. Sponsored in part by Trinity Jewelers. Just $45 a ticket. Don't miss the boat. Reserve your seat now at wordfm.com slash date night. 
We want everybody to have a level of comfort knowing that they're in a safe environment, that they're in a caring environment, and that their health and well-being is our top priority. At Stock Family Dentistry, exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. We are constantly screening both ourselves and patients. I want my patients to know that we are there for them. When they are ready, we are here. You're going to be safe. You're going to be well cared for. On Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. Have you ever caught yourself believing you'll never find a deeply fulfilling relationship with a marriage-minded Christian man? Well, you're not alone, and I can relate. For years, I believed I would never find the love of my life. If you're feeling stuck in negativity, I invite you to join me in my free Married in 12 Months 5-Day Challenge at lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. Hey, Pittsburgh. Help make your streets safer for everyone so the people driving cars, riding bikes, taking buses, and walking can get where they're going faster and easier. Champion safer and more connected streets at MoveForwardPGH.org. Hi, this is Robert Jermalowski, owner of Doing It Right Roofing Siding Remodeling. Looking for a new roof or siding upgrade? Call us for a free estimate at 724-NEW-ROOF or visit RoofingContractorPittsburgh.com. We'll see clear skies for tonight with a low of 62. Tomorrow, sunny to partly cloudy skies. Expect a high tomorrow of 86. Partly cloudy skies tomorrow night with a thunderstorm around late, low 64. Wednesday, a shower in places in the morning, otherwise not as warm. With times of sudden clouds, we'll see a high Wednesday of 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Portions of the following program have been pre-recorded. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. And welcome in. Kathy Emmons from the Word FM studios. My on-air partner, John Hall, taking a well-deserved day off. But I'm here in the studio. I'm actually not in the studio with anybody. I'm alone. But on the other side of the glass, our new producer, Christy Stockdale. Christy, welcome. Hi. Glad you're here. Glad to be here. Uh, Christy, let me tell you this. Three months into COVID, I lost my health insurance. Uh, have you ever been without health insurance? I'm currently without health okay. insurance. Okay. So you, so I'm going to tell this story and you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. All right. So um, just as a little bit of a backstory, um, I've been married for a long time and I've always been covered by my husband's employer's health plan. Uh, it covered my husband, it covered me, and it covered our children. And then because COVID ruins everything, um, the employer decided to make changes in the plan. And our children still were covered, but spouses were excluded. So I had to do a scramble. I had to look for, I mean, all of a sudden, my husband and I are on you know, websites. We're looking at prices. We're trying to figure out, like, how sick am I? You know what I mean? Like, I might be a little sick or I could be a lot. Like, what? what? Anyway, um, I ended up having to purchase private insurance and it put me in a whole different, uh, a whole different realm of day to day living. 
And Chrissy, you're nodding because you're like, yeah, I know what that day-to-day living is. Yep. Um, so the first thing I, w- I would say that changed for me, Christy, is I started being uh, really particular about what tests I was going to get and where I was going to get them. And p- prior to that, I would just like, they said I needed like an x-ray on whatever. I would just go right next door and get the x-ray done. Like if I was in an office, I'd find the closest place where I could get an x-ray and I'd just go there. No longer. Um, for you, what's the biggest thing about not having health insurance? Um, so as an example, uh, like two weeks ago, I was like, oh, my ear hurts. I think I have an ear infection. Well, can't go anywhere. Can't do anything. So I'm Googling. Like, <laughs> Oh, great. With with your vast <laughs> clinical background. Yes. You're going to diagnose yourself. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I did. Okay. But I'm fine. Sure. Uh, nothing, you know. Good. Next day it was gone. So, but, you know, hardest thing is I'm an overthinker. Oh, well. so panic strikes the moment something hurts and listen putting symptoms into google (laughs) is the worst most psychologically unhealthy choice you can make i do it every time it's horrible webmd is my friend ear cancer (laughs) right that's where you think you have yes i mean it's it's the absolute worst okay so what i discovered um because i had to have a whole bunch of tests done for for different things um is that I had to start calling and asking for cash prices. Give me your cash price. What's your cash price in this? What's your and then I would go and work my way around a whole bunch of different places and then compare prices. And I'd drive forty five minutes to go get an ultrasound if it was cheaper than going fifteen minutes from my house. You know what I mean? That's just what I did and that's what I'm still doing. So I've been doing it now for it's been a year and a couple, well, it's been a year. It's just a year this month that I've been doing it. And overall, I have to say it's been a good experience for me simply because I was really unaware of a lot of the charges that were being assessed. And I just didn't know how much things were costing. And here's the problem. The federal government just this year unveiled this rule that you probably have heard of. I hope you've heard of. The goal was to allow people to shop online for health care, like buying a car or staying at a hotel by comparing prices. So if, you know, I just made uh, uh, arrangements last night to go on a vacation with my family to the Jersey Shore. And I went in Travelocity. I, we decided we were going to go. And you go on Travelocity and you say, okay, it's going to be these dates. What do you got? And you got. 10 options or you've got two options or 200 options or whatever it is and you're going to pick the either the best rate or if it's like some kind of skanky hotel maybe you won't pick the best rate but you but maybe I could we I'd be fine with an average hotel you know what I mean instead of like an excellent hotel anyway that's what the federal government and any reasonable person wants to do with health insurance in America okay however here's the problem After seven months, okay, it's been seven months since that rule went into effect, requiring every hospital in the nation to post the costs of their medical procedures, scores of some of the largest hospitals in our state of Pennsylvania are still failing to abide by this measure that was created for our good. A review, this is from the PG's investigation today. A review of Pennsylvania's 163 acute care hospitals found that about three quarters are failing to follow this rule, either in whole or in part, which is creating obstacles for any of us to figure out how the heck much anything costs. It is so frustrating. Now, the reasons they're giving, according to the PG, run the gamut. One hospital claimed the confidentiality agreements with insurers prevented them from revealing prices. Another claimed the federal rule only required the institution to list prices if someone used that specific health care service in the prior year. Anyway, I mean, basically, every hospital is trying to get out of doing this. You know why? Because 
They're crooks. That's why. And if you don't think that's the case, what other explanation could there possibly be for not being upright about what you're charging for what? Okay, let me just bring up a couple things here. Um, so, so the Post-Gazette has reviewed each hospital's website. You can read this for yourself. They found that 76%, as I said, have not complied with this rule. Okay, so we don't have accurate information. But the prices that the Post-Gazette was able to find are going to shock you. Check this out. The data shows that Aetna Insurance will pay Allegheny General Hospital $9.45 for a standard blood test. $9.45, right? But for the same test at UPMC Presby, they're going to pay $225. So there, it's the same stinking test, and they're going to pay one hospital nine dollars, and they're going to pay the other hospital two hundred and twenty-five dollars. It's all now, in the name. Get out of town. I mean, I just, I'm so over it. Even more remarkable, the data shows if the patient paid the cash price for a procedure, like I do, it's frequently cheaper than what the patient's insurance company would pay. I mean, it's just absolutely. Now, it's also not a surprise. This is what we've all known for years, is that UPMC's eight hospitals in the region have the most expensive care compared to the other 21 facilities in the region, right? Okay, so that's not a surprise. Okay, i got to give you another couple numbers here. Okay, CT scan of abdomen with contrast. You ready? Ready. The highest charge was at UPMC Children's. Okay, that scan, $4,100. Now wait, you're going to lose your mind. Excella Health and Latrobe, it costs one hundred and twenty-seven. No, four thousand one hundred dollars versus a hundred and twenty-seven. Now I would drive to Latrobe to save three thousand nine hundred dollars. So would I. Okay, that's the kind of disparity we're talking about. I'm going to give you one more. Ultrasound. I'm reading this again from the PG. Ultrasound of abdomen. At UPMC McGee, eleven hundred dollars. At Excella Health and Latrobe, thirty-seven dollars. Anyway, now if these were all published in some place like Travelocity or Kayak or whatever you use for your traveling, you know, whatever comparison site you can think of, that's what we need as consumers, as as people who are trying desperately to not go bankrupt because of medical costs. You know, it's the number one reason in America that Amer in our country that Americans are going declaring bankruptcy is because of medical costs, and the reason that people are going bankrupt is they don't know how much they're spending on anything because the information, even though the government has mandated it would be available to us, is not. Anyway, as someone who... Oh, and I started at the beginning of this, Christy, saying that it's made some changes in my everyday life. So the first one is that I'm really particular about where I go to get scans and whatever and figure out how much um, everything costs. But the second thing is... I cannot believe how much time it takes. I bet. It's a part-time job. I'm sure it is. It is a part-time job just dealing with my own health care. It's, I mean, sometimes it's hours a day. And listen, I don't have any conditions. I don't have any diseases. Like these are just, you know, based on how old I am, I'm going to have to get, I'm going to have to have a colonoscopy. I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to do, right? So this is just, you know, tests to rule out. They're not even, even to the point of being diagnostic. And I'm still spending hours a day trying to, you know, call people, 
what's your cash price? And then some places aren't going to give me a cash price. They're going to say, no, I'm sorry, I can't give that to you. Well, you know. Anyway, I encourage everybody, all of you who have health insurance, those of you who don't, those of you that have private insurance, look at this PG investigation in today's paper because it's very long. It's very detailed. It's going to open up your eyes and hopefully it'll cause you like it's going to cause me to write a letter to my elected representatives in this state and say, what the heck is going on? This is something that you all promised to us. And it's not just our state reps. We should we should be contacting our U.S. reps as well, because this was a federal mandate that we find out what we're if I go in to to a hospital or I find out I have to go in for a procedure, shouldn't I get to pick what hospital I go to? Shouldn't I? I mean, if there's a difference between $137 and $1,100 for the same scan, I have a feeling that my hospitalization is going to have some sort of, you know, similar differential. It's not fair to the consumer. We need to do better. Anyway. All right. It's the Monday edition of The Ride Home. John Hall is off, but we're having a terrific time today, even though I got all hot talking about that. It just hacks me off. Anyway, so let's change perspective. What about worship from a young adult's perspective? I'm going to talk to Christy Stockdale coming up next about what her experience is like in church. And also, we'll welcome Lisa Anderson from Focus on the Family to hear what she says. So stay with us next. It's Worship, Young Adult Perspective. 101.5 WORD. In the Gospel of Matthew, we learn that in order for Jesus to demonstrate he is king with the power to rule his kingdom, he performed many miracles. This week on Through the Bible, we take a front row seat as we follow Jesus' growing ministry in Galilee. Hop aboard the Bible bus and make your way through God's entire word. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep, which is crucial for our busy schedules. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Now, Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Now, the first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for our listeners. You'll receive two for one low price plus free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD. One listener that stands out that I worked with recently was this older couple that was interested in refinancing. They reached out to a few different lenders and, you know, their credit wasn't the best. I know some of these other bigger banks, you just won't hear back from them, which I cannot stand. Not everybody has the 780 credit scores and never had any hardships in their life. Just because you don't qualify at one time doesn't mean that you'll never qualify. I'll walk you through what you have to do to do this refinance, whether it's two, three, six months from now. Back to that older couple, we worked with them for months and months to improve their credit. And we were able to get the loan done. We were saving them hundreds each month, thousands of dollars a year. Finally got themselves into a situation financially that they can handle and they could start saving money each month for retirement. At the end of the day, they just could not be happier, which just put a huge smile on my face. We 
Our United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly or quarterly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Booze 100% Satisfaction Guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests. Who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com Why go back? I mean, I still go to church. I just do it virtually, right? I roll out of bed, keep my pajamas on, I make a waffle, and then I go watch church. What's the point of going back? What's the big deal? Well, that's the question we've been tackling here on the ride home over the last couple of weeks. So we've been talking to people, I don't know, near and far, people from all the way, you know, California, Portland, Oregon, to people right here in Pittsburgh. And we've just been asking the question, why do it? And so today, we're happy to welcome Lisa Anderson to the program. She's director of Boundless and Young Adults at Focus on the Family. She also hosts the Boundless Show weekly podcast and radio show. Um, and so, Lisa, I want to ask you, like, from a young adult perspective in particular, why go back? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. And, um, you know, it's, it's something we've been talking about with our audience. Now, I would say, Kathy, a lot in our audience are motivated to go back because, the average 20-something, even the young 30-something now is most likely, you know, maybe single. Um, and so we've actually had to deal with the issue of isolation and people, you know, being cut out of their small groups and not having that opportunity. So many of them are just clawing like, okay, get me back, get me back. But I'm going to be honest, I'm also living in Colorado where the pull to do church in the mountains, do church with your friends on a hiking trail. Sure. Do church. The, the lure is very strong. And mm. so it, it is kind of that, you know, eh, should I go back? Did I, you know, and it, it's easy for so many people to get gripey about, well, was I even seen anyway? Was I really involved? Do people even care if I show up? So there's a lot of personal motivation that has to happen to say, why should I be there in the first place? And how am I going to make it happen? Yeah, right. I, I get that. And everybody is answering this question for themselves based on their own, you know, unique circumstances. You know, people that have little kids are, you know, it's, it's hard to get to church with infants because they're, you know, yeah. you, you work so hard to get a schedule going and then church totally screws it up. Um, for people that have older kids who are maybe, you know, 10 or 12, they're thinking my kid can't get vaccinated. You know, I'm a little worried about them. You know, I don't, I don't want to go back other people, you know, so what I'm saying is everybody's looking at it through their own prism. So I appreciate the fact that we're talking about, uh, young adults, people who are single, um, looking, I don't know, trying to get their perspective, because I'm not a young adult, nor am I single. Um, I'm going to ask a question right here, Lisa, at our producer, Christy, um, who is a young adult and single. Um, Christy, I want to ask you if going back to church in person was a hard decision for you or easy? So my last job was at a church, so I, I was forced to go back. Not forced, but I, I mean, I had to re- get paid. Yeah, I had a requirement <laughs> to be there. So, I, I mean, it was I guess it wasn't hard. Okay. I know this is hard, but can you try to get like, what if you like knowing your church environment, trying to take your job out of it, or maybe people in your circle, how have they, how have they dealt with it? 
have like are you asking if some people have gone back? Yep, and if it's been a hard decision or if they're glad they're back or they still haven't gone or what? So it's a little bit of both. Some people have haven't gone back um, because it's really hard with kids or you know just the consumer mentality of church and you can just watch it on YouTube. Right. Uh, but some have craved the community and have gone back. Okay, so th- that craving of the community, Lisa, is what you were talking about, right? Is that, you know, if yeah. you're if you're um you've been in hibernation mode and also maybe terror mode for the last year plus and so now <laughs> there's an opportunity to get back, um perhaps that's something that a young adult is more eager to do than someone who's at home trying to figure out how to manage kids, yeah? Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. The reason to go back is the same reason to go in the first place. And I'm not even sure that it's that different between single, married, older, younger. I mean, I tell my audience all the time because they say to us, even at Boundless, oh, I'm so glad I found Boundless. This is going to be my community of people. We love, you know, I just love you so much. I love reading your articles, listening to your show. And I always say, it, that's fabulous. We love you. We're here to put our arm around you, to encourage you in your walk with the Lord, to help you kind of grow up and mature in adulthood. But you need to get into a local church because you need people in your grill who are in your business, who know you, who love you, who are encouraging you. And so those reasons are corporate worship, to be standing next to people to worship and take in the teaching of the Word of God to take in the sacraments of communion, to witness baptism, to be, again, that's all part of being the body of Christ. And you only get a little piece of that when you're just spectating, looking on a screen and, and just taking it in like you're taking a show. Yeah. And so, you know, the, that value of being part of something and contributing to something, and that's even apart from all the elements of service and being involved in stuff, it's just necessary to have that skin-on-skin, person-on-person, part of the body of Christ. Listen, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, We're talking to Lisa Anderson, Director of Boundless and Young Adults at Focus on the Family. She hosts the Boundless Show weekly podcast and radio show. Lisa, um, I have shared before on this program that um, I've worked at a church for a couple decades. I'm on staff there. So like Christy, I didn't have any choice about when to go back. They said, we're going back. And so I did. However, what was so curious to me is in all the time that we were at home, you know, I was doing the pre-recorded, you know, worship service. So it wasn't like I wasn't doing uh, music, um, but I was doing it differently. Right. And so when Sunday morning would come and I could stay in my pajamas and make the waffle I told you about, whatever. listen, Lisa, I hadn't done that since I was like, 24 years old. You know what I mean? Like I've been getting up at six every Sunday forever. It was so nice to sleep in. It was so nice to sit Mm -hmm. there and not worry about what I was wearing and blah, blah, blah. And then I thought to myself, the thing is, I don't miss it very much. Like I'm fine to keep on doing this until I went back and walked in the room and started talking to people. And five minutes in, I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe how much I missed this. So there's some trick that I, you know, that your mind plays on you that when you're in that, you know, hibernation phase or whatever, you feel like you're you're fine and all your needs are met. But when I walked into into that sanctuary, all of a sudden I was with people who were 30 years older than me. I was with people that are 20 years younger than me. You know what I mean? All of a sudden I realized that there was like whole sectors of life that I wasn't even, that I hadn't been exposed to in, you know, over a year. Yeah. 
Well, I'm not going to lie. I mean, there's a little bit of a frog in the kettle aspect to it. If you kind mm-hmm. of what you're saying, you get so used to it. And, you know, I noticed just the other day because I actually, um, well, okay, let's be honest. Yesterday, I actually did church from home. Lisa. Um, and that was it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I like true confessions on the ride home. We're going to start no. a new segment here. Lisa's going <laughs> to, no, Lisa, you're, you're our first guest, so speak freely. Here's Here's the thing. I was house-sitting for someone, and their place is so amazing, and their view is so amazing that I was like, I just need one more day of looking at this view. Anyway, so there was that. But, no, I'm back most of the time, honest, honest. Okay, but here's the deal. I realized that, like, as I'm going up to get my next cup of coffee, I'm like, okay, what was that? What was the prayer? What was the? I've got one ear on the service. I'm only partially attending. It's so weird. And you realize you are kind of missing pieces of it. And then, and you're going to totally resonate with this because of you being a person who leads worship. I had so many conversations in the past year, Kathy, with people who were like, well, you know what I don't like is the way that they're doing worship now. And I don't like this and they need to bring this back. And why don't we have the contemporary service anymore? And all of a sudden we're all critics and we all know how to do church better than anyone else. And I'm like, that's not healthy for anyone to start you know, basically developing super consumeristic attitude. And it's like, get in and participate, stop being an armchair critic, and start pitching in and being part of the worship experience. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. If I could just keep that on a, like, uh, on a loop (laughs) and just hit play. Just just edit it up, put it in a spot, you know, rotate it wherever you need. I mean, you've given me the opportunity, Lisa. I feel like I just need to, like, step (laughs) into this space and say, it's really hard for people who are pastors and people who are worship leaders right now because you can go onto YouTube and see anybody who's better at what I do than me. You always it's, can. It's like the service of outliers. It's like all of a sudden you're doing worship in church with outliers of like every person has been professionally trained right. or whatever. And, right. and yeah, you can just pick and choose what you want. It's nutty. Yeah. And it's really, and it, I got to, to step out, uh, you know, in front of the congregation each week takes a lot of guts right now because you think, mm-hmm. okay, you know what? These people have been watching so-and-so church for the last year and it's just, it's so much more professional the person looks better than me the person sounds better than me the person has better ideas than me the facility's nicer than i mean it you all those things go on in your head when you're a leader because you know the and we're all in the same environment right we get it and so it's just you know pray for your leaders because you know pray that we would when we get up to do what what god and the congregation have called us to do that we're kind of free of all that because it just it, it, it 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 can mess you up Yeah, well, absolutely. And I, in fact, did a show several months ago about the challenges of doing church during COVID. And I had a group of pastors in to talk about this. And I mean, one of them was like my pastor and bless his heart. He talked about like in our bulletins, we have this tear off sheet that you're supposed to put prayer requests. And he said, Lisa, I can tell you how many times on any given Sunday, this prayer request is actually someone just criticizing something about the service. So whether it's the worship, which is just open season on that every week, or whether it's you know, the way that they do the AV stuff, or maybe it's like, um, Pastor, we want you to not require us to wear masks or else people want more masks or more up. You know, it's like no one is happy. <laughs> and I'm just like, my goodness, you know, what in the world? How do these pastors even survive? And so I know that they're grateful that we're getting back in person, but 
Our church, for example, has gone down to one service until numbers beef up again. And exactly what we're talking about today, people decide that they're going to get back in pews and back in chairs because of the importance of being in person. So that's why I think it's up to us to make it happen as the congregants of churches to say this is a value to us. We've got to be there and we've got to lead in that charge. That is good to hear. That's Lisa Anderson, Director of Boundless and Young Adults at Focus on the Family. She hosts the Boundless Show weekly podcast and radio show. Lisa, thank you so much for being with us today. Always really good to hear your perspective. Well, so great to be here, Kathy. Thanks a lot. Mm. I'm going to get to church next week. You better. Listen, if you don't, though, I want you to confess to us first. I'll call in. Okay. Good. Excellent. Boy, this is going to start something new on the ride home, right, Christy? (laughs) Worship confessions. I'm kidding, people. I'm kidding. All right. Coming up next, study shows that mom brain, it's real. It's Trinity Jewelers' 5th Annual Half-Off Half-The-Store Sale. Trinity invites you to bring your better half now through July 21st and get half-off half-the-store. 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off. Select items up to 75% off, so shop early for the best selection. Trinity Jewelers' Half-Off Half-the-Store Sale at Trinity Jewelers' Mount Nebo Road, celebrating 21 years at their schoolhouse location. Ends July 21st. Visit TrinityJewelers.com. Dare we say... These have been unprecedented oh, times. I hear that word, that term, one more time. Take it as you may, right? We have gone through, all of us, a very weird, difficult time mm-hmm. these past 15 plus months. Now, if you've had a child, whether elementary school, high school, college, mm. how do you navigate that? God bless you as you went through that period. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that the truth? Every possible challenge. So... We have kids at Grove City College, and they laid out a plan. Of course, there were some pitfalls along the way. Nothing's perfect. But through COVID and through the oddness of it all, they made it through. And they made it more than just working through the process. I would say that many students flourished at Grove City. Yeah. That's the surprising thing, isn't it? I mean, first of all... Having an in-person graduation was terrific. Yeah. But even more than that, looking back on the year and thinking, yeah, the students survived it. But I really think there was significant growth that happened in large part because of how the Grove City administration and faculty handled their interactions with students on a daily basis. Amen. So if you've got a child thinking about that next step in life, we'd suggest you look hard at Grove City College online, gcc.edu. It's excellence. Grove City College. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Boo's 100% satisfaction guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com. In the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Hi, I'm Kelsey Wiggins, a teacher in Gilmore City Bradgate School District in Iowa. Thanks to a science, technology, engineering, and math grant sponsored by Bear Fund, we renovated an old locker room into a monarch butterfly incubator, providing students with access to innovative technology that engages and inspires them. 
I encourage farmers to nominate a school district to apply for a $15,000 Grow Rural Education Grant by visiting americasfarmers.com. We'll see clear skies for tonight with a low of 62. Tomorrow, sunny to partly cloudy skies. Expect a high tomorrow of 86. Partly cloudy skies tomorrow night with a thunderstorm around late, low 64. Wednesday, a shower in places in the morning, otherwise not as warm with times of sudden clouds. We'll see a high Wednesday of 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. So my kids are older. My kids are uh, both in college. Actually, one just graduated, so I shouldn't say they're both in college. Um, But they're both college age. Um, I remember mommy brain. um, And if if you're not familiar with that term, it basically has to do with, you know, I just had a child and now I can't remember what, like, what words are. I can't remember where I put things. I can't figure out. So, of course, a lot of it has to do with, you know, losing uh, a lot of sleep um, and just having your entire world upended. Um, There's an article in the New York Times today called Mommy Brain is Real, How to Deal with Forgetfulness and Embrace Your Mind's New Superpowers. Um, Now, so it's been a couple decades since I've had a child, but I will tell you that um, mommy brain has never left me. It's just kind of altered me forever. And I was shocked to read in the New York Times, they're talking about exactly what I've experienced. I've never seen it written down before. So let me just give you a a couple bits here. Um, Now, this is somebody by the name of Abigail Tucker. Uh, She's authored a book called Mom Genes, Inside the New Science of Our Ancient Maternal Instinct. Um, She also has four kids of her own. And she writes that um, the hormones of pregnancy, childbirth, and breastfeeding prompt a host of genetic changes that ultimately shift our brain's architecture. Um, Studies have shown that pregnancy results in a loss of gray matter in mother's brain areas involved in social cognition or... In other words, scientists have found that moms have trouble with verbal recall and the kinds of skills that are, as she says, in the fancy pants part of the human brain. She goes on to say that people who have just had kids or have had kids five years previous or 10 years ago are very motivated to uh, get back to pre-pregnancy bodies. But she says it's actually not possible to get back to a pre-pregnancy brain which is sad for a lot of us. Anyway, she goes on to say it's a scary thing for people, but it doesn't need to go back. It shouldn't go back because it's changed. It's evolved. So the crux of the story is that, yeah, you might have trouble recalling certain words or remembering the name of like some obscure actor or not. I couldn't think of Brad Pitt's name the other night. I'm sitting there talking to my family and I thought, have I finally lost it? Like, I can't remember his name. You know, the blonde guy, you know, Jennifer Aniston. You remember all that, right? Anyway, finally came to me. But the upside, according to the New York Times, is that it can include a heightened capacity to stay calm and focused during stressful situations. The ability also to interpret what different newborn cries mean, of course, which doesn't apply to me anymore. But it also 
says that your brain can be enhanced as far as vigilance around potential dangers in general. Okay. So um, there's a story in here talking about a 26-year-old single mom who said she's on her way to work. She'd gotten her fussy child into his car seat, couldn't get the vehicle to start. And she said, I kept cranking the ignition and cranking it and cranking it. I could not figure out what was happening to my car. Is it my battery? Am I out of gas? Finally, she calls her husband for help. And she realizes as she's on the phone with her husband, (laughs) Christy, you're going to hear this. You're going to think, I'm never having children. She was trying to start her car with her iPhone charging cable instead of her keys. Okay, she actually is holding her cable in. So... I think we all know that doesn't work. But it also tells you that your brain doesn't work, right? There's certain normal things that become, like, unattainable anymore. However, the good news is, it says whether we're new parents or we've been at this for a while, we're all feeling a bit of fogginess even as we come out of COVID-19, okay? But think about it this way. If you have mommy brain because you've got little kids and you're hearing this, or you've got older kids and you think, why didn't that ever pass? It says, a mother's ability to keep track of multiple things is the number one thing that her brain has changed into. Keeping track of multiple appointments, tracking multiple schedules, keeping track of different life responsibilities and other tasks that require executive functioning is a superpower that comes with having children. I'd also argue it comes with having a dog like Milo, and that's what Christy has. So whether you've got kids or you don't have kids and you're feeling foggy, the COVID-19 era could be part of it. But if you've got little kids, there could be something else at work. But take heart. Your superpowers are currently evolving. All right. Coming up next, uh, my good friend Jim Wallace. What's the deal? Are we making... Christians, Christian pastors into celebrities, and are we hurting ourselves and them in the process? That's next, Monday edition, Idaho. 101.5 WORD. Dr. Michael Youssef. Satan understands biblical authority and leadership. Why? Because he himself has a hierarchy, and Satan uses his hierarchical structure for one purpose and one purpose only to harass, oppress, hassle the believers. Be challenged this week on Leading the Way. Tomorrow morning at 6.30 on 101.5 WORD. Learning has definitely changed these days. What hasn't changed is the unwavering support parents received from their local Christian school. Many were quick to adapt to the new normal with remote classes taught by caring teachers who pray for students and their families every day. With many schools offering half-price tuition for first-time enrollees, like Portersville Christian School in Portersville, PA, it's a great time to consider Christian education. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com slash tuitions. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl,
vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement, offer valid through 831.21. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That is windowsruspittsburgh.com. Remember what it was like getting together with your partner for a fabulous night out? It's been too long. Join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clippers Princess for our date night dinner cruise, Wednesday, August 25th. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers while you enjoy a great dinner, music, and fabulous views of the city skyline. Sponsored in part by Trinity Jewelers. Just $45 a ticket. Don't miss the boat. Reserve your seat now at wordfm.com slash date night trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. You keep up with the news in uh, regular sexual, regular, like, cultural perspective, the secular media, or if you are one of those people like me who's on Twitter, kind of in like the Christian subculture and you keep track of that news, no matter which news it is, Christian celebrity appears to be a disaster. I mean, it's one story after another of, you know, uh, sexual abuse, of uh, economic collapse, of, you know, manipulations of power and personality and prestige. And I mean, you name the personality dysfunction, it appears to be in evidence. And so I guess my question is like, if we see all this evidence around us, that it's bad, that, that it's just not only is it ruining the people who are the celebrities, but it's it's creating, you know, a crisis of faith and doubt all over the place. People who are in the congregations of these people, people who follow them online, whether it's Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or whatever the heck it is. And I think so. Is there any way to stop it? Well, to talk about this, I've invited my good friend Jim Wallace on the program today. Jim is a Dateline featured cold case detective, senior fellow at the Colson Center for Christian Worldview, adjunct professor of apologetics at Biola, and he's author of a bunch of books, including Cold Case Christianity and Forensic Faith. Jim, welcome back. Well, thanks for having me. This is You're right, though. This is a, one of those issues that, that most of us um, don't talk about it. We recognize that there are problems. We we see that you know really well known musicians and and pastors and and now even with Robbie Zacharias, you know, an apologist and from you know the discipline that I uh, get to play in a little bit as an apologist myself. And you know, you're right. We have to I think at some point rethink what we've thought in the past about celebrity in general. I mean, let's right. look at it this way. Do, do you remember? Have you ever known anybody? Like, if you know somebody who's drinking too much. An alcoholic, you're you're gonna you're gonna help them, right? You're gonna you're gonna say you need to kind of curb that. You need to do something, right? And if you know somebody who's gambling too much, you're gonna curb that. If you know somebody who's got one of these uh, uh, holic kind of, you know, alcoholic or a gambler or or whatever it may be, right? Overeaters or narcotics or you name it. Yes, but now let's let's switch that though. What if you know somebody who's a workaholic? 
you know, we see nobody says that. That's that's a virtue boy. right now. Yeah, that's like a virtue, right? We say, hey, that's a, that's an achiever. There's somebody who's you know we like this. If you're going to hire somebody, you don't want to hire an alcoholic or a gambler or somebody who's got some other addiction. But if you've got somebody who's a workaholic, we're going to hire that guy, right? Because that's somebody we see we see that that obsessive compulsive behavior in that area as positive, and and I think we see that also in some ways uh, about celebrity. Let me let me tell you what I mean by that. You know, we, we know that there are three motives that I find over and over again whenever I work homicides. They're the same three motives over and over and over again. There is no fourth motive. It is uh, financial greed, sexual lust, and the pursuit of power. Now, that third mm-hmm. category, the pursuit of power, is very nuanced. A lot of stuff when you work homicides uh, falls into that third category. You know, if you got disrespected by somebody or you feel like you're so prideful that you think that you're better than somebody else, these are the things mm-hmm. that are under that third category. Well, celebrity is also in that third category. The pursuit of wanting to have power, authority, respect, be well-known. Now, these are, these are God-given good things. I mean, sex, money, power can be used for good. But we have a tendency, because we're in a fallen world and we are fallen creatures, that we pervert those things. We corrupt those things for our own benefit usually. And that's when they become a problem. And I think it's interesting as I've, as I've worked these kinds of cases over the years, what I've discovered – this is the, the real key here, is that any time you allow yourself to indulge yourself in one of those three, the other two eventually follow. So you whoa, might say, whoa, well, I don't have a problem wait, in this wait, one wait, so that's re- wait, that's really interesting. So if someone indulges themselves in um, looking for finding a way to garner power, you're saying yes. financial accountability and sexual fidelity will fall also? Well, let's put it this way. Uh, the, the potential is there. Here's why I say that. If you become somebody who is very well-known in the culture, okay, let's say you're somebody who is a really well-known musician, and you now have that kind of fame that's, that's in that category of power. You have the fame that you've always wanted, you know, and you're growing up and wanting to be in a band, and you, you, you nobody but you learns how to play these instruments and works this hard so that nobody will listen to their music, right? But of course, the idea is I want more people to listen. The same is true for me as an author. I don't write books I want no one to read. Sure. So as soon as you get to a place where you, same as you, right, as a broadcaster, you're not doing a show you hope nobody will listen to. All right. So we all struggle with this. We want a larger platform. We want more cultural attention. We want our voices to be heard. I get that. And but what happens is once that, if you did have great success, let's say you're the number one broadcaster in in America. At some point, that power is going to op- open up opportunities in the other two areas that you didn't have before. Uh, especially, let's say I, I become I'm, I'm, a, I'm a writer and I become the best, you know, the most sold and more books than anybody else in the country, and everyone knows me now because I'm famous. Don't you think there'll be a temptation? You're going to make more money. That was not available to you before. Now the temptations that come along with money are now available to people who are celebrities. But not only that, the opportunities to be attractive to the opposite sex are now more prevalent to somebody who is famous. Right. In other words, okay. I never thought about that before. Yeah, I never thought about that before, Jim. Let me introduce you to people just joining us now. Jay Werner Wallace, Dateline featured cold case detective, senior fellow at the Colson Center for Christian Worldview, and author. We'll talk about several of his books later in the segment. But Jim, that's really insightful. That it's not, uh, it's not that people go looking to be um, sexually promiscuous or to, you know, screw up their church's finances or to steal money from somebody or to be power hungry. But when their influence increases, their chances for screwing up in those ways increases. 
That's that's exactly right. How many yeah, times have yeah. you seen this, right? If I'm somebody, if you get somebody who is, have you ever seen this where you travel and you've got a younger woman, for example, with an older guy? Well, what's going mm-hmm. on there? What happens is that guys learn how to leverage their power, money, and position to get the third thing that they actually are part of this trilogy, right? So, mm-hmm. so you have you have to kind of at least understand that you uh, you have a tendency to think, well, I can if I can protect myself, I'm only tempted in this one area. You kind of look at those three things and you say, well, where am I tempted? By the way, these are the three things that all pastoral leaders can learn to, to protect themselves from. If you know these are the three ways I can mess up, I know I have to protect myself in these three areas. But I, most of the time when I talk to pastors, they'll say, well, yeah, but I'm not tempted in that area. I'm only tempted over here. Really? Well, as I notice that you, your, your Twitter feed is, is larger, you've got more followers, you've got more people attending your conferences, you've got all kinds of opportunity now. They're putting up in nicer hotels. They're not actually watching what you're doing while you're in those hotels. The opportunities are now coming for you to make mistakes that you didn't have that opportunity before. You just opened the door to that because you chased the one thing that most people do not fear. In other words, you, you fear the, the, the temptation from money. You fear the temptation from, from sex, but nobody sees the temptation of celebrity or power. We think, hey, no, we want people. You know, this is a good thing. He's, he's made, he's, like, I'll give you an example of this. If I'm an evangelist, if I grow my platform so that I'm famous nationally, people would see this as a good thing, right, because you've got more opportunities to, to preach the gospel. Well, be very careful because when you open up those opportunities, when you increase your celebrity, you've also increased the temptation in the other areas. It's not a coincidence that we see this in everyone's fall. These are usually famous people. Even the deconstruction of people who are leaving the faith, typically when you really get down to it, they've also left their wife. They've also explored some other aspect of their sexuality. There's always the other two are always connected Hmm. to the the situation. And and this is why I say that we have to be very careful to, to actually, and we just start, I just started thinking about this personally, is what can I do on a personal level to to make sure that I'm not chasing celebrity? I mean, we, we, we kind of say, hey, I want to build a big, large social media uh, platform so that I can preach the gospel. Is that what I'm doing? Or am I preaching the gospel so I can build a large social media platform? Right. At what point is this, right, does the right. switch occur? Mm-hmm. And so we have to be really, really kind, uh, I, I think, careful and 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 considerate of, of that, 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 that temptation's there, even for those of us who think, well, I can never be tempted in that area. And what opens it? is celebrity. Okay. So let me then ask you whose responsibility it is. So you're saying that the, the, the potential celebrity, it's their responsibility, right? Um, and what they can do, but what about the responsibility of all of us who end up being like people that throw adulation at the Christian celebrity or attention at the Christian celebrity, or, you know, obsess over every tweet, or, yeah. you know, whatever, uh, you know, have to respond to every, you know, blog post. Well, I just watched, you know, the, the whole situation with, you know, any famous, you, you pick the person who you've followed in the last year who's now no longer a Christian or has fallen from the faith or has fallen from their position due to some sexual misbehavior or whatever it may be, right? Or it, I saw a couple of this last year over financial misbehavior. We typically will say, looking backwards, boy, why didn't they set up an accountability partner, somebody who would like, make sure he wasn't being overpaid in that area or wasn't, you know, all about that? Or why, would, why didn't they send somebody with him to make sure that he wouldn't be in a one-on-one? Why didn't they have a policy in their ministry? to protect that kind of thing. Nobody says. Why didn't they have accountability to make sure he wasn't chasing celebrity? Okay. Mm. Because we don't see it that way. We see the other two as the thing you need to protect yourself from. Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. see the celebrity thing as the thing you need to protect yourself from. And in fact that's the usually the tail that wags the dog. Wow. 
That's really good, Jim. Jim Wallace is with us. He's the author of several books, including Cold Case Christianity, God's Crime Scene, Forensic Faith. He's also creator of the Case Makers Academy for Kids. All right. So, um, all right. So from the person's perspective who uh, gets, I, I hate to use the term infatuated, but I know a lot of people who are like this, they get infatuated with a media person, um, whether it's an athlete or it's a pastor or it's, you know, a TED Talk speaker, or it's a yogi, or, you know, whoever it is, how do we avoid becoming people that just feed that system? Well, I think the thing starts, there's, there's millions of people who are out there looking at a handful of stars, a handful of celebrities. So if you find yourself, so it's much, so you can take two ways of approaching this. One, you can change the hearts and minds and make, and change the awareness of a million, you know, millions of people, or you can simply change the hearts and minds and the awareness of the few people who draw all that attention. So I think it's on us, those of us who are public Christians. There's no category in the New Testament for paid public Christians. Right. Yet we, we, we are those things. We, all of us who are, who, you know, are, that's why I think it's on us to, to, to make sure that we, we kind of take the lead on this. And so let me tell you how we, I've kind of looked at it personally, and I struggle with this, right? Because the people who I first started with said, hey, from a marketing perspective, if you want people to read your books, they need to know who you are. I mean, I was in a movie. I was in God's Not Dead too, So it was clear that people knew they, rec- they, could, they would recognize me from that movie. So, so all the people who developed my social media, all the people who I talked to said, no, you need to get a picture of you. They need to see that it's you saying this. It's you. This is your platform. Well, I became really uncomfortable with it. So about a month – well, actually, after the Rocky Zacharias thing, I, about a month and a half ago, I said, okay, we, we have to shift over. I want to have all my face off of my social media. And everyone told me that's, you can't, that's suicide. It's marketing suicide. Mm-hmm. You put that up there. No, no, no. So we've started to shift. For example, even the thumbnails on our YouTube page, we've moved from having our faces on those thumbnails to just something else that hopefully is equally visually attractive but is not featuring Jim Wallace. Does that make sense? Because I think that's yeah. what it's down to is we have to kind of – look, uh, but I'm so – I spent years writing books, and when I spent like, – I've got another one coming out in September. I spent two years researching it and another year writing it. I, it what I'm, I want to feature is the content of that book. I don't care if, they don't, if nobody even knows who wrote it, but I want the people to, to read what's in the book because I think it's, it's important. It's about Jesus. But they don't need to know who wrote it or even recognize what I look like. And so it's about us making the con- – the, 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 to point people to Je- – if we say we're pointing people to Jesus, let's make sure we're pointing people to Jesus. Yeah, that's good. I guess that's the best way to sum it up. Yeah, Jim? Well, I, I think for a lot of this, it's going to be – there are more important things than our personal – and it's really about us taking responsibility of, of number one – uh, it's not. And by the way, we're in the social media world where this is this is really amplified, right? Because every single platform is about you, Instagram. It's about pictures of you and you and right. you and then you and then some more of you. And so at some point, we, we get to realize that we are going to be that this this culture we're in right now is going to magnify and amplify this idea of celebrity. Even so, it's not just people like who are writing books or in movies. It's going to be every single one. Now there are Instagram influencers and TikTok influencers, and where's that fame coming from? It's just coming oh from the God. platform. It's just right? coming from the platform. Just Jim, I got to cut you off there. As soon as yeah, you said sure. influencer, okay. I got I got physically sick and had to stop. No, actually, we're just out we're just out of time. That's Jim Thank Wallace. Thanks for having me, Kathy. I appreciate it. Yeah, love you, Jim. Look. 
Looking for a job? Contact Express Employment Professionals and be part of their national hiring event. With one application, Express connects you with multiple employers and never charges a fee. Go to ExpressPros.com, find your nearest office, and call Express today. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly or quarterly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Booze 100% Satisfaction Guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Why doing it right roofing, siding, and remodeling? As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Want it done right? Call doing it right. Thanks for joining me today on the Monday edition of The Ride Home. Uh, A segment that we... uh, really enjoyed in the first hour has to do with Domino's uh, Pizza premiering a brand new product only available in Domino's Japan, the Fish and Chips Pizza, which includes um, fried fish, chips, and entire slices of lemon on the pizza. To me, it's like a dream come true. Okay, For other people, they're horrified. Uh, Christy, our producer, thought it was atrocious and she was not even remotely interested. Um, Domino's Japan had to release an official apology saying, we're sorry our fish and chip pizza is that bad. Anyway, I'd love for you to weigh in right now. Go to our Facebook page, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Tell us what you think. Would you eat that? Wouldn't you? Doesn't that sound good? All right. Have a great night. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.